What's good, y'all? Stephanie Long here, your host for In Case Nobody Told You, a weekly wellness podcast aims to ground, uplift, and empower. I'm coming at you during the early evening this time around, the sun having disappeared beneath the horizon just a couple hours ago, as I reflect on the facts that we are already over a week into 2022. So I'm gonna get real close here right now and mellow it out a bit because I know these last few weeks of navigating Omerion's world tour <laughs> have been concerning to say the least. So a quick vibe check. How's your head? How's your heart? Are there any sensations that you can note in your body right now? If there's tension, how can you release it? Is it unclenching your jaw? Is it dropping your shoulders? Is it taking a deep breath in and just uh, letting it all out? And if there's ease, how can you embrace it? to say I've been pleasantly surprised by how optimistic I've been feeling despite everything like I'm just happy to be here you know I'll share a story with you just a few weeks ago I was anxiously awaiting a COVID test result because I thought I was sick with the virus (laughs) y'all I'm laughing but it was no joke I was super lethargic I was experiencing some extreme malaise My chest was tight. I was having shortness of breath and overall just feeling like trash. (laughs) Luckily, my test came back negative, thank goodness, which means I was likely just experiencing an anxiety flare up during this COVID surge. And I think it's safe to say that we've all been experiencing some sort of anxiety between being flooded with concerning news headlines and loved ones getting sick or getting sick ourselves. How can one not feel a little anxious? No one wants to relive 2020. And sometimes, at least lately, it feels like we are, right? Good thing is that as far as we can see, we're not. We have vaccines to help fight against severe illness and death. There's a COVID pill now that was just approved. And we know what precautions to take when navigating the outside world. But on the same side of that coin, with some people not really (laughs) following those precautions, and with guidelines and information changing almost every day, like the CDC shortening quarantine time to five days, big side eye, what does this mean for the possibility of a safe and restriction-free post-pandemic life, one in which we can move about freely again. Because I feel like most of us were probably expecting that by now we would be there. I don't want to make this whole episode about the pandemic because it's about more than that, but there is definitely something to say about how it's fostered a very particular kind of FOMO the fear of missing out, the term coined by marketing strategist, Dr. Dan Herman, back in 1996. 
And while this acronym feels like something born out of the Urban Dictionary era, I surely thought it was, we've been experiencing this phenomenon for centuries. According to research, and I'll drop some links in the episode description so you can check it out, ancient texts provide evidence of this. But it's in this social media age that it's taken on a new life, right? Now, this sense of helplessness, this feeling that you're missing out on something really important or really fun is being amplified by this 24-7 highlight reel, also known as social media, (laughs) of everyone documenting their best lives. And according to the Psychiatry Research Journal, this increased FOMO is absolutely linked to social media and increased smartphone usage. And this is regardless of age or gender. So it's safe to say that we're all feeling a bit of it in some way, shape, or form. Right now, that may look like a fear of drifting from family because you haven't traveled home in a while, or fear of losing friends because you don't feel comfortable hanging out with them as much as you'd like to. Maybe you want to go out and do things, but you're feeling too down to do so. I know I've definitely been there. Depression rates tripled over the course of the first year of the pandemic. Or maybe it's none of these things. Maybe you're back to doing all the things you used to do, but with so many unknowns and so many restrictions still at play, you wonder how much better things would be if we weren't in this pandemic at all. I'm raising my hand because I've been there too. Now, I can only speak for myself, but it almost feels like If you're not out in these streets right now, then you are falling behind. (laughs) Like maybe you're not advancing quickly enough in this moment of transition, this return to quote unquote normal. You know, the phrase we outside, it's it's based in the mindset of being active and making moves and, you know, not just sitting inside on your couch. And as joyful as it can be to see folks returning to normality, so to speak, and how much of a sign of better days ahead it can be, it can also lend to a general pressure to perform like, okay, well, they're outside, so I should be too. But you're allowed to expand at your own pace. And I think embracing this sentiment is what has really allowed me to make space for the optimism and the joy and the excitement that I've been feeling because I've stopped putting pressure on myself to act outside of my present zone of comfort. And it was hard. It was really hard. Honestly, it took me two years into the pandemic to get to this point, but I'm here And it was that in addition to leaning into gratitude and especially in addition to being gentle with myself. That one you hear all the time, right? Be gentle with yourself. What does that mean? It looks different for everyone, but I think a key part of it is honoring where you are right now and allowing yourself to be okay with that. So if you're not ready to be out here partying like it's 2019, that's more than okay. If you need to set boundaries with your loved ones and let them know that, you know what? I would love to see you and I miss you so much, but I'm just not ready to be in contact yet. Let's try again when this surge slows down. Then do that. It's okay to set boundaries. It's okay to set boundaries with loved ones. I feel like it's really important for me to specify that one because that one is tough. And it's okay to need more space. It's okay 
to need more time. And as someone who really believes in divine timing, I believe that we're all right where we're supposed to be at any given moment. As some of you listening may know, I'm taking some wellness coaching certification courses. And let me tell you, the introduction material, a breeze. But now that we're in the meat and potatoes of it all, child, listen, I honestly don't know how I'm going to meet some of these deadlines. But one thing my fellow cohort members and I remind each other of regularly is that we are never behind. Because you hear that amongst the students a lot. I'm so behind. Oh my God, I'm still catching up on last week's material. When in fact, we actually have a whole year to complete the course. It's it's (laughs) self-paced. So what exactly are we basing this timeline off of? And I feel like that's a question that can be applied to any situation in which we may be feeling pressure to show up a certain way within a certain window of time. Who said we have to arrive any sooner than we're meant to. Pandemic aside, if you're presently in a space where you feel like you're not where you should be, I want to let you know that you are moving at your own pace and you are right where you're supposed to be. So take your time because you'll get there just the same. This journey called life looks different for everybody and your journey is tailored to you and you only. One size does not fit all and trust that the colors absolutely may vary. 2022, this is a universal six year, which means many things, but I really want to emphasize that this is a year of love. So how can we apply some of that to ourselves? How can we lead with love right now? And where does love live for us? Maybe for you, it is outside, keeping COVID safety protocols in mind. Or maybe you're using this as a time to sit in stillness. Now, for many, the latter can feel restrictive, especially since it's been two whole years. That's crazy, right? Two years of being told what we should and should not do outdoors. But movement can exist in stillness too. I took a really profound meditation class online back in July through Joshua Dorfman, who I stumbled upon via Heel House here in Brooklyn. He's fantastic. And that was the message that I came into. Similar to what I said last week, it's in stillness and in silence that we can hear ourselves speak. Our presence is truly a presence. It really is. And now you may be asking, how is it that movement can exist in a space in which our bodies are dormant, virtually at least? And it might be helpful to consider that we are more than our bodies. We have whole souls within us. And there is so much to discover beneath the surface of our flesh and our fingernails and our muscles and our bones because our souls tell us what we need. Our souls house the answers to things that we're working to solve in our day to day. But sometimes we miss it because we're distracted by the movement around us. You ever notice how much clearer things seem when you just sit down (laughs) or you take a nap? Or for those of you who meditate, how many times have you sat down and closed your eyes and then had that aha moment just as you were slipping into harmony with your breath? 
I offer all this to say that if you are using this moment as an opportunity to pause, there's a lot that can be discovered here. You're not missing out on anything because there's magic happening right here inside of you. So give yourself permission to be still if that's what it is that you want to do. Embrace stillness and find movement within it. You are allowed to move at your own pace because you are just where you're meant to be. You are allowed to move at your own pace. You are just where you're meant to be. Repeat that to yourself as many times as you need today. I find that sometimes just a little self-affirmation is all we need in moments of doubt. And if you do try it out, let me know if it's supportive. You already know you can reach out to me by emailing me at hello at stephrlong.com. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at stephrlong. And as always, I welcome conversation. Let me know how you're feeling. Let me know what you're thinking. And if today's message resonated with you, I invite you to leave me a review, please. And thank you. You can also buy me a cup of tea by visiting the coffee link in the episode description. And don't forget to share this with your friends because sharing is caring. (laughs) Until then, may this week find you in a state of flow and ease. I'm wishing all the best things for you. And you've got this. Bye, y'all.